Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. and welcome to Nightlight. We have Ken Quiethawk to thank for that amazing intro, and you can find him and his wife at nativestorytellers.com. Check it out, because hearing some of these stories that the Native Americans have been passing down generation to generation are some of the most amazing stories that you've ever heard, and it's, it's kind of one-dimensional of us to limit ourselves to Grimm's fairy tales and stuff like that because the uh, Native Americans have some amazing stories that, that not only give you wisdom but teach you a bit of history as well. So, Michelle is with us tonight. Welcome, welcome, Michelle. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. <laughs> I got a foot of snow last night. How about that? <laughs> oh my lord! Wow! Here I thought. I heard. Here I thought. I thought spring was coming, and and I looked outside, and it was over a foot of snow in my yard. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Well, we we certainly had our snowstorm last week, and the snow's still here. It isn't completely gone yet, so that's unusual wow. for us. We we well, snow it, doesn't last more than twenty four hours here. So. Jeez. Oh, well, it's in like a lion, out like a lamb. So we're supposed to have an early spring. So I'm hurt. I heard, and uh, and I look <laughs> for it. I watching for those birds that come in the spring. They they have yet to arrive. <laughs> Mine are actually here, but um, they must they, have been they, shocked they, by the snow. <laughs> did they knock so at your door? I. Yes. Hmm? So was you. So were you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I well, was getting ready to work in the garden and all sorts of stuff like that, and I looked out and it was like, holy mackerel, it's going to be a while yeah. yet. <laughs> well, hopefully you still had electricity and stuff, so that was good. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm reasonably lucky here. I I actually, I think there was just one day that I didn't have internet, and um, it was a unique experience. It was kind of like I was cut off from the world, and I actually kind of liked it. So 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I, you know, I, I kind of like it too, except when you have to do business, it's kind of challenging. <laughs> Very challenging. Absolutely. Well, we got a bunch of people already here, so why don't we Alrighty. dive in? Uh, we've got Sharon. Okay, yeah, Sharon, yes, you're hi. Hi. How are you? Um, so, are you great. taking are you taking questions or? Well, what we're doing is we're going to take your date of birth and time of birth, and then you're going to focus me on whatever you want me to focus on astrologically. Oh, okay. Um, my date of my whole date of birth is four sixteen nineteen fifty five, and yes. approximately five forty five a.m. April sixteenth, nineteen four fifty five. Fifty five. Five five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at five fourteen AM did you say? Five five forty five AM. Yeah, you really did break up. Five fourteen, was that correct? Uh five four I'm sorry, five four five. Five forty five. Got it. Okay. And where were you born, Sharon? Um, I was born in New York City. Manhattan. Got it. All right. So let's see here what comes up. And uh, what would you like us to focus on? Uh, you know, it's up to um, you. Just, just basically if um, I'm going to meet, um, have a good relationship in the, this year maybe or okay, let's meet see someone if there's any special for you there. Um mm-hmm. Let's see what we have. Your fifth house is the house of falling in love, and Leo rules that house, which is the sun, and you also have Pluto in that house. Pluto can be very challenging. On the other hand, it can also set you up where uh, the people you fall in love with are very strong, powerful people. Uh, That's pretty much the nature of that. And it looks uh, from your chart that the ones that you connect with tend to be people from past lives, especially anyone you would connect with now. So let's see if we have any activation. Uh, right now in the sky, we've got Uranus at 29, so it has already done what it could do, and it will not be going all the way back to that degree. Mercury's at 29, no help there, but it will be coming into the next sign and uh, could give a little push. Uh, we have Jupiter at 22. So Jupiter is the one who's going to be helpful to you, and he is really in position even as we speak, within two degrees of activating that Pluto. Now, if we could activate the sun at the same time, we'd be doing terrific, and we can. You've got a grand trine active. Uh, As Jupiter continues to move forward, you've got a grand trine active. So the key is for you to get out and about be seen. Uh, do not. Uh, it, it, your grand trine is pretty close to exact one month from now, April the 4th. So between now and I will move it to where it's exact with your sun. So give me just a few more seconds because that's the orb. And what's fascinating is you, Jupiter is going to retrograde. So when it stations retrograde on April the 10th, it will be completely activating that grand trine. So I would be uh, open door, check it out, go out, go get any anything that you're invited to attend, any kind of networking experience. Uh, and I'm going to say something really weird now. Um, 
if there is a funeral that you need to go to, you might meet someone at a funeral. That is a very strange statement for me to say, but throw it out there. Uh, on the other hand, you could meet a tax accountant. So that's how wide the orb is here. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's right. We're very diverse. <laughs> yes. But, uh, there is this uh, huge doorway open, and that's pretty exciting from now. Uh, till April the 10th, and then April the 10th uh, when Jupiter stations, that's a key date. Um, and then what's going to happen is Jupiter will continue to go backwards, and then when it turns around and comes forwards, it's going to activate that grand trine all over again. So it's pretty exciting. Uh, mm. This is year for you, and uh, I'm going to pull it all the way around here. So it starts to go forward, and when it goes forward in September, uh, it's going to go start moving very quickly because that's what happens when it starts to go forward. It moves pretty fast. So let's see how fast uh, it is active again. So here it is coming into that 22 zone. So it starts to be active October the 27th and continues till it is. Exact with your son uh, on November the 12th. So October the 27th and November the 12th is another doorway. Got it? Wow. Okay. <laughs> I will definitely keep that in mind. And thank you so insightful. Thank you. Yeah. Well, give us a call and let us know who you end up meeting. I'm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful night. You as well. Thank you. Wow, that was so easy. Yeah, every now and then it happens, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Not very often. No, no. But, wow. That that Pretty sounded exciting. very, very promising. Okay, we've got Ama on. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's your date of birth, Ama? Sure. It's twelve sixteen seventy three, and I was born. The time was nine four four a.m. Nine four four a.m. Yeah. Yep. And where were you born? New Britain. N-E-W, New Britain, B-R-I-T-A-I-N, Connecticut. Connecticut. Oops. Yep. I kind of made a mistake there. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, we'll get it right. All righty. Let's go take a look. And what do you want us to focus on? Same question as the previous caller. I really huh? feel like we're close to meeting Mr. Wright. All righty, let's take a look and see what's going on in your chart. Now, you have uh, Gemini on the house cusp there and, of falling in love, and so that's ruled by Mercury, and Mercury moves around a lot. Uh, you also have your south node in that house, and you have Saturn in that house. Saturn doesn't make uh, for – it can be challenging. If you have children, that can be a challenging statement, uh, having Saturn there. So I don't know if you have any children, but that can be – Challenging. I don't. Okay. Well. Yeah. You're probably better off that you don't, because that is a challenging. Ah. Um, I I don't like to have to tell anybody that when I see it and they're young. So. But, oh. Uh, okay. 
Yeah, there is some support there. Uh, there is some support from Uranus to that Saturn. So, you know, it's it's possible that things uh, would work work out anyway. So let's just take a look and see. Uh, there's 17 degrees right there. So uh, Jupiter has already passed the opposition to that point, and uh, it will continue to move where it, it will um, oppose the south node and also Saturn. But let's see what it does with your natal Mercury. Where is your natal Mercury? We have Venus. There it is. My Mercury's in, in Sag. I know that. Yes, it's 11 degrees of Sagittarius. So Jupiter's already gone over that and will not be going all the way back to that 11-degree mark. So you had some uh, chance or some opportunity may have come up a little while back, probably about four months or ago or so. Um I don't know Something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. November. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jupiter uh, is making a sextile uh, to your uh, progressed Jupiter, so and your progressed Mercury is 25 degrees. So that's kind of exciting. Um, as uh, Jupiter goes forward, uh, and we talked about this just two seconds ago. But we're going to move it back to months and hang on a second. You just said June is exciting for me? Uh, no, I didn't say that. I said that this is exciting. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what we have is your progressed Jupiter is 2115 Aquarius okay. and your progressed Mercury is 2501 Aquarius. Okay. So as soon as it's already, Jupiter's already passed the activation of of. Uh, the progressed Jupiter, but it's going to start becoming very active when it hits a midpoint between those two planets. So okay. when you look midpoint, you've got basically uh, a two-degree addition, so 23 degrees, which is coming right up. Unfortunately, this darn thing does not do weeks, so I have to do a little more tapping away. But you're looking at uh, March 15th or so, it becomes active. And okay. Okay. Active until it hits the 25, and I believe it's going to go retrograde and go back over all of it. So, yep, because it's going to station, like I said to the caller right before you, it's going to station at 24 degrees. So it's basically stationing almost uh, on top. It's it's the day before it stations is a key date for you. Um, okay. And that would be April the 9th, okay? Okay. And this this is, the activation is really more about you than anything else. It's about uh, you doing something that you really enjoy doing, uh, being out and about, maybe through some organization you might connect with that you enjoy. Um, sure. It could be a, a bookstore. It could be a place where it's a conference. It could be um, any kind of learning facility, anything from a library to a bookstore, anywhere in that zone. Uh, it that's all possibilities as places where you might connect with someone, but it's really about okay. you more than anything. And so that's active right then and there. And then uh, after it goes retrograde, it will activate again some months later, as I mentioned to the lady right before you. So it's going to be October when it activates again. Okay. So here, let's take it right, um, I'm actually going to go all the way to November and bring it back a little bit. I need to put a different program in this computer. 
I'd like to be well here. Here we go. Um, here it is as it starts to activate your progressed Mercury at that time. It starts activation October the twentieth. Okay, so okay. make a note. And it continues to be active till it hits that twenty-six mark. So it gives you a little bit of time, not too much. So the twenty. Until November, November the fifteenth. Until okay. November fifteenth. So you have a nice stretch of time. So get out and about, connect, and see where it takes you. But that's a very um, a wonderful wide orb amount of time for you to have an opportunity to fall in love. Right. You know, I, Michelle, I actually have a conference the twelfth of April. But you're saying at this time my magic month or, or magic time is. March 15th through the 9th of April? Yep. That that doesn't mean it won't happen. I mean, your time of birth could be off a little bit. Okay. (laughs) You know, there are things here, and and there may be a capture in there that I'm missing. So don't don't throw it away. I mean, keep going and keep your eyes open, okay? Okay. You know, and when I'm working fast here, I I could miss something, and so but that there's a time frame in there. So and that's pretty close. Don't don't throw it away. Take it. Take no, advantage. No, I won't. I won't. Is it? Okay. I just thought of that right away when you said at a learning center or anywhere where you're learning, and yeah. Uh, yeah so it's so interesting. What, what date that you have the conference? What's the date? Yeah, April. It's the twelfth. April 12th. April. April. Well, I just want to take a quick look at that. April yeah. 12th. And uh, so on that day, that, that's Jupiter, he's retrograde on that day, so it's facing itself. Anything is still possible. I mean, it's still possible when it's retrograde because it's applying uh, to uh, your progressed uh, Jupiter. So, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Cool. This is awesome. There's also a bunch of things going on from March through April. So I'm really excited. I'm into yoga and sound healing. So there's plenty of opportunities. It's just a matter of divine timing, I think. And I, now that you gave me the dates, that's pretty cool. That's very cool. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Thank well, you, you so much. Keep on the outlook there and uh, and just keep visualizing Spirit uh, delivering this wonderful person who is just a tremendous match for who you are. Absolutely. And you know what? We all deserve it. We all deserve the best and nothing less. That's yep, for sure. Mag- Angel, you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you, Michelle. Oh, Here, have a great <laughs> Take care. Actually, these shows are so easy for me. I just listen to you wax philosophical. I do take notes, though. So, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I use this as a learning experience for me, too. Um, we've got Andrea on the line. Andrea, are you there? Yes. What's your date of birth, Andrea? One seventeen sixty three. 1763. I was born... January 7th. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was born in Boston, Massachusetts at 12.10 p.m., I believe. 12.10 p.m. So I have January 17th, 1963, 12.10 p.m. And in where in Massachusetts did you say? Boston? Boston. Mm-hmm. Boston, Massachusetts. 
doesn't sound like you have the accent. Did you move quickly? Um, no, I, I still say park the car. <laughs> ah, you do. Okay, there we go. <laughs> or wicked or wicked pizza or, you know. And you're one of those people who gets pop and, or tonic, tonic instead of soda. Okie dokie. Soda. So now what are we looking at for you, Andrea? Well, I'm supposed to start a, an, another, a different contract job, and I guess I have to redo a government form. So do you think this job's still going to come through and, I mean, you know, fairly quickly or have to wait a little bit? Well, let's take a look here. Right now, uh, what's nice is Jupiter is traveling through your eighth house, and that's, you know, that's the house where we've got uh, some kinds of, sometimes there are legal things going on there that have to do with, paperwork and uh, trying to get it done, and that's kind of a blessing in that house. But uh, you do have Saturn and Pluto traveling through your ninth house, and that's where legal procedures actually take place. But what's nice is, you know, if if there's a possibility that uh, it could come through quickly, it would be coming through here pretty darn quickly. When did they... um, um, say that they had to redo something. How long ago was that? Is that a few days ago, two weeks ago, or longer? I was supposed to actually go back to work today, Monday, but I got a call sun- was yesterday was Sunday, yesterday saying, can we do the form? So she resubmitted the form this morning. Yeah, well, yeah, we were in the shadow of Mercury retrograde. It's about to start tomorrow. Officially starts tomorrow. So uh, that's, that's the biggest challenge that I see. Because as it goes retrograde, um, we have to redo. But you're in the process of redoing, so it's possible that it'll just come through before the retrograde is even over. But let's just um, see if there's anything here that says uh, that, you know, you you have your sun right there in that ninth house at 26, and Pluto, Pluto's not going to go over it, but... Uh, and Jupiter's going to go retrograde, but Jupiter gets all the way to 24, as I recall. So it's possible that you'll get it in these next couple of days. If you don't, okay. it may till this Mercury retrograde is over before it comes through for you, um, which I hope that doesn't happen because nobody wants to have Me to too. wait. You know, Mercury retrograde lasts about three weeks. It will be going direct on the 28th of March. So what I would do if I were you is stay on top of it. Uh, The best thing you can do when you have a redo like that when Mercury is retrograde is to stay on top of it. So don't just say, oh, well, I'll just wait for them to call me. You know, I don't mean call them every five minutes, but every two days I would call and say, can you tell me where it is in process? And that right. way you stay on top of it. That's the best thing you can do when Mercury is retrograde. Um, right. But it, what's happening at, when we look at April the 9th, uh, Jupiter at that point in time is, just before it goes retrograde, it is making a beautiful sextile to your sun. So it is activating uh, a very positive, positive experience. And Pluto is about to hit your midheaven. Uh, so it's applying to your midheaven. So I'd say whatever it is that may be holding it up will probably scoot through at that point in time if it hasn't before then. Okay. I don't, right. I don't have to go back and do the background check or the fingerprints. That's already been done through another contract. I just have to go submit this form 
And she said, I, I hope it's going to rush on it. through for you, and I, I wouldn't be concerned about it. It's just a matter of timing. Uh, yeah. Right now, your progressed Jupiter is making a beautiful sextile to your natal sun, and, and progressed sun is moving with progressed Jupiter. This is a great time for you. This is a time where... Uh, not just now, but for the next two years, uh, many of the things that you've been wishing for will manifest. So this is a great time for you. It's going to come through. Just just do what I told you to do. Stay on top yep. of it. Yep. And uh, don't gotcha. just sit back and say, oh, well, they'll call me. Do not play that game. Yeah. That's not a game to right. play in Mercury Great, okay? Okie dokie. Awesome. Let us it all comes through for you because uh, it looks it looks like it will. I'm just curious to know how your timing does turn out. Um, okay, it's very absolutely. Possible. You know, it could just slip right through uh, in the next couple of days because Mercury Mercury is uh, you know applying to your sun, your progressed sun. So April the ninth for okay. sure if it hasn't come before then. Yeah, I can't wait that what long to, you know without a paycheck so. We'll have to keep, like yeah, I said, I just keep on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got friends here who, because of the snowstorm, haven't been paid. Because oh. Some of the wineries here, they've had snow, and the people who run the payroll can't get in to do anything because everything's locked up with snow. I don't know oh, how they're no. doing. You know, I their family members are contributing so that they get through this. Cause, uh, it's, well, at least you yeah. weren't here with the government shutdown for a, a month where people weren't were getting paid either, so, you know. I, I don't know how any of them handled it. I mean, most of us yeah. live, you know, week to week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll I'm, I'm here in Northern Virginia, so it's it's it was bad, and every I mean, it affected everything out here because directly because I'm right here in Virginia, right by D.C., so it was bad. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah. Well, we'll say a prayer so. for you, me and Barbara, for sure. Oh, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, and do take care of yourself and, and always know that spirit is looking out for your best interest. But sometimes we really have to make sure our voices are being heard while, while spirit's doing yes. the push. Okay? Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> All right. You have a good night. Okay. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I, I don't know. Sometimes I just sit back and kind of say, are you guys watching? Do you understand the mess I've gotten myself into? Mm. Where are you? You know, it's kind of like, I know you're there. <laughs> I know. You know, they, there's so many lessons that we're learning. It's Man, it's challenging to identify, especially when it's under a Pluto transit. Right now I have Pluto on my Mercury and getting ready to get on top of my moon. And it's not easy. It's, it's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. And you have to just kind of work with it and recognize that that's where you are in time. Yeah, that sounds very adult. Well, yeah, I, I do. Don't, <laughs> I don't do adult well. <laughs> you know, um, Pluto is cha- challenging when it sits on top. You know, on top of Mercury, it makes you think about death and transformation and digging holes in the ground. <laughs> Weird oh, stuff. Please. <laughs> Okay, well, we've got um, Mary here. Welcome to the show, Mary. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Mm, What's your date of birth, Mary? My date of birth is September 15th, 
Duke and the time of Earth? Yes, it's uh, 7.10 p.m. And location? Taipei, Taiwan. Taipei? Yeah. So Taiwan, is Taiwan still Taiwan these days? It's still Taiwan, yep. It hasn't become a part of China yet. Okay, now what comes up on my computer says Taipei, and then it says Taipei Xuanxi. Is that the correct? Oh, well, that might be a little, um, oh, boy, uh, that's a certain location within the city. But oh, if okay. there's, like, Taipei, um, Taipei City, or if there's a S-H-I-L-I-N. Oh, wait, no, 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 that's where my, uh, well, my parents are situated these days. But, no, uh, if you yeah. can see Taipei City, Mm-hmm. That I, 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 they, they don't. They don't seem to list. They they don't seem to list Taipei City. So I, I this is probably good enough. If it's in the city, it's probably as close as I'm able to get with my computer. Um, I've got a latitude of 25 north zero three and a longitude of 121 east thirty. Does that sound correct to you, or do you know the longitude and latitude? I don't know the longitude and latitude. Um, okay. But you know, if that's what pops up in your system, yeah, it's probably it's probably pretty close. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with your chart at all? Have you ever seen it? I'm sorry, your voice just broke up. Have you ever seen your chart? Are you familiar with it? Um, I have. Uh, it's been a long time though. Aries rising. Does that sound correct? Oh yes. Yes, that's me. Okay, then then we're in a good zone. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the wheel that shifts. Okay, by location, it's it's not the planets, and it's not you know the moon. It's not the planets or the moon. It's it's the wheel. So, okay, well let's take a look now. What did you want to look at? My career. Yeah, and... I can see that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I mean, you've got Saturn is just gone across that midheaven, and Pluto's in that house, and you have your south node. The south node in the sky is there. Venus is there uh, today. And, you know, with Saturn and Pluto and the south node in this house indicates to me that you're going through a major transition with career and uh, and could become a very powerful transition. So let's see if we've got anything going on here that's positive. Uh, you've been through the worst of it probably last year when Saturn was making a quincunx to Saturn, and that was super stress, super stress over money, super stress over trying to figure out where the heck you are and what you're doing. So good news is that's bad. Jupiter will swing into this space and and activate. Uh, Right now um, it has already activated that opposition, so there was a bit of a struggle concerning this. But um, Jupiter eventually will come, not not this year, not next year. Uh, the year after that, though, it will make a beautiful activation to your Saturn. And when it does, you're going to have a doorway open up for you to have the job you really, really, really want. It will increase your income and everything else. But that's not, it's not like tomorrow or anything. Um, okay. Okay. Well, nice it's no that that is coming because sometimes uh-huh. when we're 
in um, stressful experiences, it's nice to know there is a, a light at the end of the tunnel, as they say. Uh, when we when I take a look at March 4th, 2021, uh, you have Saturn making uh, the beautiful sextile to Saturn. And, of course, before that, uh, Jupiter has done it in um, the end of January of 2021. So that's the time frame I'm talking about where really good things are uh, opening up for you. So but let's go back to where we are in time, and okay. um, which is... I think we're still in March. <laughs> we're still in March. <laughs> yes, March. tomorrow's Mardi Gras. 20, yeah, that's what I hear. Tomorrow is Mar- Mardi Gras. That's exciting for those who live in the New Orleans area. Yeah. So so looking at this, so the question you're asking is, uh, are there good things happening? And there is. It looks to me like as Saturn, right now Pluto has just passed the trine to your natal sun, and uh, Saturn will soon move into a trine with your natal sun. So there is something good happening here. There is a doorway activating. Uh, oh, let me, good, because I'm waiting uh, to hear back from a possible employer. I currently uh, am working in a situation that I don't find ideal. And yeah. I well, have been – I'm sorry, go ahead – you're about to move into a situation that will become a lot more ideal. But the, the door, there is a, a trine that activates uh, between Saturn and the, the south node and Saturn together are making a trine to your sun, and your sun is sitting in your house of the workplace. It's also your house of health. But uh, that happens on the 29th of April. So at that point in time, there is a doorway that seems to open up for you. My only hesitation is that... Uh, like the next day Saturn goes retrograde. And so I'm not absolutely sure that it will come and stay put. It may not stay put till Saturn comes around one more time. And sometimes what happens is they call you in for what they think is the final interview, they give it to somebody else, and then they wait 90 days or whatever it takes, and then they decide that person really wasn't the person or that person decides they're not the one who wants that job, and then they call back the other people who they thought were the ones they wanted second. So that may be what's going to happen here. I'm not sure. Um but I'm trying to move it forward to where we have Saturn back in position. And here it is as it starts to apply again. It's the end of this year. Um, so here it is at um, 19 degrees and your sun is 21. So it's applying as of December 12th or so. And it will hit exact most likely by the end of the year, just before the end of the year, around the, um, yeah, right around the end of the year, 31st, January 1st. So if it doesn't manifest at the time that I talked about a few minutes ago, um, it will at this point. Pluto is continuing to hold. Uh, It'll hold its position. And what's fascinating, of course, is the beginning of January next year, Jupiter is going to join Saturn and Pluto. So Jupiter is going to come into a trine to your sun as well. So whatever comes through for you, there's going to be an additional bonus happening once Jupiter gets into alignment with your sun, which, anytime now, Avanti, 
these fingers will get tired, but um, <laughs> here it is. Jupiter mm. starts aligned with your sun, and that is uh, in March, uh, a year from now, um, March 2020. Okay. Wow. So hang in there. You've got some great stuff happening, and actually, you know, Jupiter comes into alignment with your progress sun even before that. So you've got all kinds of good things starting to open up for you. And with Pluto in that house, you stand the, the chance of uh, getting a very powerful position, a position that is more empowering than any you've probably had before in this lifetime. Oh, that's what I've been praying for. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm glad to hear that it's on its way. Yeah, it certainly is. Looks Looks very promising, uh, you know. And I'm reading, I'm reading the signs in here that are telling me what's happening, and not telling me all the challenges that may be involved with what's happening, because mm-hmm. there are always challenges with everything. But uh, the key that spirit will always tell you is keep your vision plugged in. Uh, plug your heart to your vision. Hold the vision. And don't let anything or anybody tell you otherwise. If you do that, no matter what the challenges are, your higher self will give you the input you need to overcome those challenges. So that's the key, you know. What happens in the workplace too often is people get distracted by things that other people are saying or by uh, fears that have to do with something that is not actually there, fears that are made up or fears from the past. And uh, when you get captured by those things, you lose your focus. You lose the vision. If you will treat everyone around you, no matter how they appear, and some of them can appear like wolves about to take your lunch, uh, Mm. if you treat them with love and respect and honor, And as they say, namaste, bless the being that is there, the divine being inside them, while still being practical. I mean, you can have somebody who Mm -hmm. wants to take your lunch, but you know how to make sure to write uh, the covers that go to everybody instead of allowing the one correspondence to go to just this person. Uh, You cover yourself as you do things, but uh, still treat them with that respect and love uh, of the divine being that's there. You will find that you will slide through doorways that other people, it's like traveling in grace is what the statement is. So hmm. hold on to that and remember that because it, it will help you along. The, uh, your higher self has a 360-degree viewpoint. It knows exactly what everyone around you is thinking. Hmm. <laughs> exactly what they're aiming for and how they are perceiving you. You don't have to worry about any of that. You have to recognize that your higher self is taking care of that if you will stay focused on your vision and work with love and honor. You will come out and slide through the openings and everybody goes, that isn't even possible. How did she do that? I know it works. I've done it. I've been at different times in corporate situations where there are people who'd like to eat my lunch. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, and yeah, it's so funny that you're saying this to me now because I was just wondering today, like, how do I deal with this supervisor of mine who can be rather snippy and unfair? Yeah, yeah. And here you are saying be Uh, kind and respectful. uh, Out of the time, um, you can be um, definitely um, treated unfairly because you're a woman. That too. But you know what? Bless them. Stay in that zone. I could give you a lot of stories, but I know we have people waiting, so I will. Yes. Yes, Try not to do that. In any minute now, Barbara's going to (laughs) say. Must be psychic, Michelle. (laughs) I don't think it took psychic for that one, Barbara. We'll take good care of yourself and and and, and listen to your guidance. It, it is definitely there. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Mary, for calling. Yes, absolutely. Okay, we've got Anne on the line. Hi. Hi, Anne. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. What's your okay. date of birth? Hi, Michelle. This is Ann Godfrey. I communicate with you on Facebook. Maybe yes, you I know your name. I don't know your How face. How are you? This is my first time <laughs> hearing your voice. I'm delighted. Yes, yes. I just happened to see that you were on Bar- Barbara DeLong, right? Barbara, hi. Yeah, hi. Barbara. Yeah, I uh, do this uh, uh, the first Monday of every month, and I try to put it on my Facebook. Oh. I didn't this- been busy. My dog has been sick, so I haven't been uh, doing all the things I normally do. Oh, okay. Are you still going to offer the class on Fridays? Uh, I haven't had enough response, so uh, I'm going to oh. try it again where maybe I open it up through Zoom and see if people all around the country might want to do a class. If I can get, like, oh, okay. maybe five people around the country who say yes, then uh, then I'm going to offer it. So I'm going to give it another try. Oh, good. Sometimes okay. It's okay. So, Mercury retrograde to bring everything back around. I, I love Mercury true. retrograde. It, that's, that's true. It's a way of uh, making things happen again and again. So it's a good thing. That's true. Well, I'm a Gemini, so I guess I like Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> you are a mercurial person. So, Anne, what is your date of birth? It's June sixteenth, nineteen fifty-two. Nineteen fifty-two. And your time of birth? 6.44 a.m. And place of birth? So that would be Tarrytown, T-A-R-R-Y-T-O-W-N. Yeah, I know how to spell that. New York. My sister was born in Tarrytown. Oh, in New York? Yep, yep. Oh, really? Wow. New York. And that's Westchester yeah. County because I think they have another one there too. So yep, Westchester County. That's uh. Let me make sure I get that on there. So let's take a look. So what did you want to look at, Ann? Well, gosh, there's so many different questions I have. But is there something? Um, I don't know whether you you see something that I should know now, or should I talk about the fact that. You know, just studying astrology a little bit, I'm just wondering, My, I look at my job because I have a second career and I cook for a living, and every mm-hmm. and I look at every year and how things are so different uh, and how I get jobs from different people. And 
And I don't know if there's, I mean, this year's really started off with a bang, which is good. Usually doesn't happen the first maybe five months. It, it gets more busy after that, but I seem to be doing pretty well now. And I'm wondering if there's something in one of the transits that, that um, might say that, you know, it's, it's really going to go far. Uh, it's doing better. People are noticing me more. Um, right. Well, something you else know, you what's feel? happening right now, uh, Pluto is in your seventh house, as is Saturn, and they're both making a sexual to your midheaven. Okay, the midheaven rules the house of career. You yeah. have a 21-degree Pisces midheaven, and um, Mercury has recently gone over it, and, of course, Neptune's applying to it, and Neptune is one of the rulers of this midheaven. So you're really moving in the right direction. Uh, Pisces, uh, um, Pluto being in a sextile to uh, your midheaven can empower you and can connect you with partners or individuals who will be powerful individuals that will help you with your career. Saturn continues to move into alignment with that sextile, so it's going to add stability. So you may find yourself uh, meeting up with somebody who says, geez, you know, I would like to back you in what you're doing, or I would like to provide this kind of space for you or something. There's something going to come along there uh, that uh, will um, help you become more established. And then uh, Jupiter right now is not really in a helpful position. It's actually squaring your midheaven, has been for the last few weeks. But sometimes the squares that come from Jupiter are challenges where you are given more than you think you can handle. <laughs> so they're not necessarily oh. challenges that bring you absence, but they bring you more. And you might say, wow, am I going to be able to do all of this? And then you manage it and you find out that you can do all of it. So uh, so I don't see that as a challenge that's going to hurt you in any way. And when we look at your progressed Jupiter, it's at 20 degrees of Taurus. So it is making a sextile from the other side, from the house of wishes and dreams, to your midheaven. And that's going to continue to be aligned there for another year. So you've got mm. a really good zone happening right now. And it will continue. And as Jupiter continues to rise in the chart, it will eventually make a conjunction to the midheaven. And as it does, Jupiter is the key ruler of your midheaven. Jupiter is the ancient ruler of Pisces. And uh, so anytime you get good alignment from Jupiter, you're, and, and what Jupiter does is here it is now in the square position. Next year it will be in the sextal position. The year after that will be in a semi-sextal, which means, again, you, they'll be giving you more work than you're sure. You again, and then it will come to the uh, conjunction. So uh, the awards are coming. Okay, you're going in a good okay. direction. You've good, made some good, good choices. You're headed in the right direction. Very good. Is there anything else I need to know that um, with any of the transits? Um, it's just a, a bit of a stressful time for you because uh, natally your sun, of course, is uh, 25 Gemini and your Venus is 22 mm-hmm. Gemini. So you're having... Uh, this kind of uh, fight with yourself, and it can be a fight as a result of issues from your father and, and when you were a child, ways that you sabotage yourself as a result of things your father may have said, a lack of focus. Maybe he told you you couldn't focus. Maybe he just threw too many bottles in the air and you were trying real hard to juggle it all. I'm not sure. There's a whole lot of statements mm-hmm. that can be thrown in there. 
but uh, nonetheless, uh, you've got several planets in that 12th house, and uh, having those there cause you sometimes to sabotage yourself by uh, not focusing as well or being as organized as you should. You're a person who really needs to do that mise en place, you know? <laughs> yeah, okay? you're right about yeah. that. You're this right. mise en place. <laughs> For those who don't know what I'm talking about, and when you cook, you organize <laughs> everything on the table before you start throwing it in the pan. So That's true. Uh, that's yeah. true. And that's well, really thank important. thank you so much. You take good care, and I wish you every blessing, and hopefully we'll get together on a class. That would be awesome. I hope so, too. Thank you so much. Have a good evening. You, too. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. We've got Donna. Hi, Donna. You're up. Hi. This is Joanna. Oh, oh Joanna. I okay. I don't know how we got <laughs> Donna at it. Oh, I pointed at I point I pointed at Joanna and I read Donna's name. Donna, you're next. Okay. Hang in there. That's okay. <laughs> All right, Joanna, what's your date of birth? Hi. January twenty seventh, nineteen sixty six. That was twenty seventh, I, I assume, because you kinda went in yes. and out. Two seven. Yes, two okay. seven. And, and what what time were you born? 10.50 a.m. Oops, my computer decided to do something odd. 10.50 a.m. And where? Yes. Brooklyn, New York, Kings County. Ah, she's smart one. <laughs> one, oh, that's good. Yes, uh, uh, these states that have more than one of a name of a city in their state, yeah. But yes. at least they limit it in counties. You can't have more than one city with the same name in a county. So, right, Okay, right. now what are we looking at for you? Oh, Boy, you my have... goodness, ladies. Wow, um, you have finances. Yes. Go ahead. Finances. Yes, finances. I have struggled for years, and then every time I think I'm on to something, doesn't work, falls through, <laughs> isn't, isn't happening. Um, and then recently I had uh, bank issues. Uh, they seized my funds months ago. Still haven't gotten that unblocked. Worked for a company for over a month. They didn't pay me. Started with a new company. So it's just finances everywhere, finances. Wow. That is just awesome. Yeah. That yes. So what I'm seeing, I'm not seeing all of that. Uh, I am seeing that Jupiter right now is it's not actually what you need, though. Son of a banana. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's opposing itself. You were born with Jupiter in the second house, and that's usually a lovely thing to be born with. Second house yeah. is the house. And when we have Jupiter in the second house, we usually benefit. Uh, you unfortunately have it in Gemini, which um, doesn't make it stable. Gemini is very mercurial, so it's kind of a statement yeah. that says, when I have money, I have lots of it. When I have n- no money, I have none of it. <laughs> it's like, it's um, <laughs> yeah, the solar. Right. Anytime I see right? someone with Gemini on that cusp and and. And certainly when I see Jupiter in that house, I would say to them, you you have to practice taking, when you have a lot of money, you have to practice taking half of it and putting it somewhere where you don't touch it because there will be times where you won't have it and you're going to need it. 
So it's exactly. it's learning that, and that's not an easy thing to learn because sometimes we just don't, even when we have a lot, it's not that much. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Uh, so uh, it can be really challenging. You were born with a square uh, from Jupiter in that uh, second house to a square to Uranus and Pluto um, in the workplace. And Uranus in that place, does not create stability in work, and it wow. can make have experiences where it goes up and down. Your challenge, and that's why the money is challenged, coming and going, coming and going. So where is the solution? Yes. Um, uh, most of us have what I call release valves in a chart, and your release valve seems to be a little wide orb. So I'm looking to see if the progress has moved <laughs> in the progress. Fortunately, it progressed is not giving you any great gifts because right now Saturn progressed is right at that 21. So this year is not a good year. Next year will be a little better, and the year after that will be better than that. Life will seem to return to normal in two years' time when your progressed Saturn is out of the way. Right now it's just creating havoc in your life and has been for a while, probably for the last two to three years. So another two years. So it'll be out of the way, and you'll be kind of free of it. The good news is that the progressed Saturn does make a trine to your Neptune, so intuitively you can, if you will, allow yourself, and that's what it's trying to teach you, to listen to your intuition. Your guidance should give you uh, the information you need if you can just trust it. Uh, And right now Pluto is in your 10th house, uh, in the house of career, and it's active directly active by both the progressed Saturn and uh, the natal Neptune. So your intuition should be very powerfully placed at this time, and you should be very much, and Saturn continues to move into that activation as well. You should have uh, more ability to um, follow your guidance. Your guidance will get you where you need to go, and that's what the planets are trying to teach you right now, okay? Yes. So I would just, you know, practice that. Uh, there's a technique you can have it's called, um, I think online they call it um, mind-heart coherence. Okay. Um, if every morning when you get up, you take a deep breath and, uh, and become really aware that you're breathing into your heart center, not your head, not your mouth, not your nose, but your heart center. Take a deep breath. Breathe into your heart center, and as you breathe in, you feel your lungs pressing your heart, and consider it like a hug that you're giving your heart. Uh Okay. And think of it as tremendous gratitude you have for your heart, and then allow your heart to speak to you, because your guidance comes through your heart. As they say, you know, what is your gut telling you? It's not really your gut. It's what is your heart telling you? And uh, doing that every day says that, Anytime you feel emotionally pulled, because when we don't have the amount of money we need to get the groceries we need or pay our rent, uh, exactly. we can become very frightened. And when we become frightened, that's when we lose our contact with our higher self. So you have to come yes. back to center. You have to take a deep breath. You have to love your heart and let your heart love you. And then ask the question, and you'll get the answer of what you need to do. Sometimes we go through these challenges uh, where money becomes a little scarce, where we have to ask for help, and it's not easy for most of us. Most of us are all self-reliant individuals, tough as nails. We're going to work as hard as we can if we have to work 
the nails to the bone or whatever they say. But sometimes what spirit is really trying to teach you is that it's okay to ask for help because there are those around us who really would love to be able to give us the help and support us and and show their love for us by being supportive when we truly need it. So right. think and about I, that yes, as well. Yes, and I just did that. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. So, but you're going to come through this. Saturn's about to go over the midheaven here, uh, and as it does, it, it will be in the house it rules, which is your house of career. So it's going to bring you uh, a little more strength as well. So I'm going to just pull it over here to where it's in that house. It, it goes retrograde before it goes forward. But, uh, oh, it, hang on. This is Michelle, a little retarded. April the 4th, it's in that house, okay? So it's not very far. And as it goes into that house, it starts to activate Neptune again. Uh, in a sextile, and it's activating its progressed uh, Saturn. So this should be, uh, starting the end of this month and the beginning of next, you should be in a place where you start to uh, activate, uh, in terms of career, a very positive thing. Uh, you're progressed. Wonderful. So I should wait in, I'm sorry. So I should wait until after the 4th, in other words. Well, I would say the end of this month. It doesn't have to be after the 4th. Oh, okay. but uh, well, like the last week of this month should be a time where you should have some doorways open up for you. Wonderful, wonderful. Bless you, ladies, and thank you so much, and you have a wonderful evening. You too. Take good care okay. of yourself. Thank you. I will. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. All right. Now, now let's try to get to Donna. <laughs> Hi, Donna. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Donna. What's your date of birth? Um, April 22nd, um, 1954. Ah, you're born in the year of the horse. I love horses. Yep. Um, <laughs> what's your time of birth? Um, my time is 2.50 p.m. in uh, Flushing, Long Island. Flushing. We're on the East Coast tonight, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We seem to be doing oh. a little East Coast work. That's Okay. All right, Flushing Long Island. I know where that is. Animate. Let's go take a look and see what you've got. And uh, your birthday's coming up. Happy birthday. And a couple of people back, I went to say birthday and I missed it. So if I missed you and you heard me, I'm saying it now. (laughs) Okay, so, Donna, what are we looking at? Well, I got two messages in my meditation three days apart that it's coming soon. So if you could see what's coming up for me, that would be great because I I received it with such love, the messages, and I know something's coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, you have a Saturn right now on top of your north node, and that's quite a, a statement. Uranus in your natal chart is very close to your south node, and your progressed Mercury is on top of your south node. So you have a Saturn... Mercury nodal experience taking place. And that's uh, a statement that you're, you're coming into knowledge of your soul family. You're about to make connections with your soul family. So individuals what? from uh, who are truly a part of who you are, 
uh, are about to become more present in your life. One of them will be someone who's been a father in a past life. Another will be someone who has been a very good friend and a childhood friend, from what I can tell, possibly uh, a sibling, but uh, could even have been a twin. Those are all possibilities, but you will know them when you meet them because the connection is super-duper strong. So that's in process and is about to manifest Could at any time. It takes usually, in other words, it's kind of like the situation is loaded at this point. That's what we say in astrology. And we're just waiting for uh, an activation. And it usually takes some of the um, inner planets to activate it. And when we take a look to see uh, what what about, uh, for example, um, Mars right now is actually, as we're speaking, is on top of your progressed moon. So you have an activation taking place, but even more so, when Mars hits that 22 degrees of your Venus, and that could very well be the moment in time where everything just kind of comes together. And that's very close in time. It's not far away at all. So just taking a quick look. I think it's interesting that you have Mars right on top of your progressive moon tonight. So here it is, March the 19th. Mars will be right on top of Venus as it's also activating uh, the Saturn North Node acti- activity and, and the South Node Uranus Mercury activity. So this is probably the time you'll meet this person. It looks like you're out in public from um, this combination. On the other hand, they could be out in public and you could be at home. I'm not absolutely sure because Saturn is sitting in your house of the home. Um, on the other hand, it could be a home that you do some kind of service in, so it may not be your home, um, because there is also a statement of service. But uh, it could also be in a, a public place like a library or a school or a courthouse, or there's a whole lot of statements going on there. But uh, I don't think you'll be able to miss it. It's going to manifest just as uh, they're indicating it will. And uh, that's pretty exciting. This day you also have Venus at 21 degrees, and it is making a beautiful trine to Jupiter, at tw- your natal Jupiter at 23. So there's this beautiful doorway activating all at the same time. And uh, at that point in time, Uranus has hit the zero degrees. It's just past zero degrees of uh Taurus, and it's applying, of course, to your sun. So the sun activating, activated by Uranus can be a, a big change. Uh, and I don't know, uh, you do know your mother and father, I'm assuming, uh, because Uranus on top of the sun uh, coming through the eighth house could be a sudden experience of a connection to your father in a way that you haven't in the past. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, my my parents are on the other side, but I do connect with them on a medium level. Yeah. Well, sometimes the Uranus thing to the sun could be suddenly aware of something about your dad, an inheritance coming through the eighth house. It's an inheritance. And, And people, when you say inheritance, they're always thinking money and property, but that's not necessarily what Spirit's saying at all. Inheritance can be an awareness that suddenly you're aware of something that your dad did that 
um, that you learned to do because of him or that some skill that you have in this case with Taurus. It could be some skill that you have, some some awareness or knowledge of craft uh, of how to make things look beautiful because of your dad. And there's uh, mm-hmm. statements there that are beautiful statements. Uh, Taurus is all about making things really um, to their highest standard of beauty. Mm-hmm. So there's something there to be said. But you have a lot of things just uh, happening here that yeah. I can understand why you're feeling that. And uh, the North Node uh, at this moment in time uh, also is applying to Uranus. So there's also a statement there of... Uh, suddenly out of the blue, uh, you have uh, family coming into your life. It, it's re- repeat of soul family all over the place here. So, and oh. that, it's it's even a, it's even a statement of uh, a powerful transformation uh, with knowledge of family. So, looks good. Oh, I love that about the family, yeah, and the whole family. Right up, just a couple of days after St. Patrick's Day, so it's like you know, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I'll uh, keep in touch. Uh, thank you so much. I so appreciate this. You're so welcome. Take good care of yourself, Donna. Thank you. You too. Wow, you just ripping through them tonight. This is impressive. Yeah. It's just what they ask and how they wind up on the screen. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Everybody's so cool. unique. Fascinating. Okay. We've got Jackie here. Hi, Jackie. Jackie. Hi. What's your date of birth, Jackie? Did we lose Jackie? Um, His. No? Yes. I'm sorry, it's one five nineteen sixty five. January fifth, nineteen sixty five. Got it. What time were you born, Jackie? I hear that I'm a Gemini um moon around two o'clock. Um but I was born in London, England. I don't have the exact time. So around two PM is what you think? Yes. And London, okay. Let's go take a look, and I will let you know what I'm seeing. So I'm getting a Gemini rising, and I'm getting an Aquarius moon. Yes, Gemini rising, Aquarius moon, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, the moon's got to (laughs) be. We're not going to have it. Yeah, Okay. So what are we looking at? What is it that you're, you want us to just, wow, pay attention to? It's kind of cool. You've got Jupiter on top of your south node, uh, 22 on the, and right on top of your Mercury. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, ask me what you want to ask me. Uh, my, ability, <laughs> my ability to manifest the finances I need to move forward. So mm. I, I guess career. Okay. Yeah, um, you're having a little bit of a challenge with that right now. I, um, You have um, the moon rules your house of money, and though you do have a lovely part of fortune in that house, which is lovely, 
because wherever we have good fortune, uh, it's always nice to have it in the house of money. But the statement is it comes through family or it comes through property. It's not a statement of, or or sometimes it could be like uh, domestic things like cooking or decorating or something like that. But it's not it's not offering just cash, okay? It's not saying, we have lots of cash for you. And right now, um, Jupiter's not of any help to you. Let's see here. Yeah. With that in Cancer, though, um, that 17 degrees, Saturn and Pluto should have been a little bit of help at one point there, uh, although they're at the other end of the stick. And your sun is in the eighth house. It's also at the other end of the stick. So it's not, you're just, it's not in a superposition right now to give you a whole heck of a lot. Uh, I'd like to say I can, we've got this or that, but I don't have a lot coming up here. Um, Neptune. Neptune is activating that part of fortune. And Neptune doesn't offer a heck of a lot, except that it is your guidance or your intuition, and you might want to really look at that. Your progressed Chiron is also activating that part of fortune. So let's talk about what needs to be most healed in your life. And because the statement is that through healing yourself, you should have the intuitive information you need to open up some doorway to create more money. So this is not like a gift just being handed to you. There's none of that happening here. Um, Mars will move into alignment, so there could be something coming out of the past that will be helpful. It's not a big deal, but that's just maybe in the next week. That's just not very long, far away. Here it is, um, active, the 11th of March. So there might be something. And the problem with the part of fortune is it really depends on the exact time you were born. So we could be off here. We could be a degree or two off one way or the other, and I wouldn't know it. So this is something when I tell you time frame based on part of fortune, you're going to have to have some leeway there and just see what happens. It would it'd be great because we'd be able to rectify your chart with it, but um, and that's not really what you're interested in. <laughs> it's just where we are in time. So, um, but see where your progressed moon is and if it's going to give you anything. You're about to have a lunar return. Uh, you're, you're in four months' time, you will have the moon return to its place where it was at the moment you were born, um, which is an Aquarius, and that's no help for your house of money unless it activates Jupiter or Venus. And uh, actually, right now, it's activating Eris. That's not a lot of help either. Hmm. I would love to give you something. I have very little here I can give you. Um, When that moon hits 21 degrees, I will say this, it could open some doorways. But that's a long ways off. That is basically um, between uh, 9 and 11 months from now. 
but that is a doorway at that point in time where there is some money coming in. And uh just don't have a lot to give you at this moment in time. You see me moving in the next couple of months. I mean, I'm actually working on the house right now. I'm just a custodian at this point. Mm. Well, yeah, there's nothing in your chart right now that's stopping you from moving. I will say that. Uh, do I have anything that activates that 12-degree mark? Uh, Jupiter has already passed the 12-degree. Mars will move into activation of it, and at that point in time, there could be a move, but I need to go forward to identify where that is. So give me a second here. Jackie, are you doing anything creative at this moment in time? In the house I am. You're talking about like painting or things like that? No. Yeah, I'm uh, because what I'm, what I'm seeing is you're hitting your head against a brick wall. And mm. <clears throat> if, you could, if you could find something of a creative nature that you could do in your spare time, I know you don't have spare time, but if you could do something creative, even if it was just coloring mandalas, or or crocheting or any, just anything that is that it that opens that that element of creativity in your life it will help to fuel your forward motion. Okay, and I do like to crochet and I do like to color mandelas. It's so funny because I do have <laughs> one of those adult um, coloring books, but I haven't sat down to actually do it. If if you could if you could do it like half an hour a day. It would help okay. to open up the portal for creative and spiritual energy to move into your life to help you to break the log jam and move forward. Okay. Okay. And time for moving. Uh, we've got dates. There. This is a period of time that uh, would be uh, good for moving and possible for moving between April the 15th and... Uh, and around April the 21st. So that is a doorway where uh, a move is possible. Um, you don't really have anything stopping you, but that's a period of time where you have something helping you. And uh, even the moon is helping you with that period. So this is a very good period of time there. Around the 21st or so of April would be a very good period if you want to move. Existence with family members, um, you know, for this particular piece of property. I'm actually taking care of it now. Mm. I don't actually live there. No one is living there at this point. So what are you asking? I'm I'm missing something here. Are you asking a question? Well, my my main thing was um, I do have to submit some papers to the um, court, and um, I'm hoping that I would get the property at a discount because it was part of an inheritance, and there were mm-hmm. other properties involved, but they the other siblings took that and ran off with the money, but they're still expecting money from the last property, mm-hmm. which is unfair, but... Yeah, I don't... I, now that you talk about inheritance and property and legal action, we have a whole different horse of a different color I'm looking at, okay? Uh, if there's any way you can hold off on 
doing all the stuff that you're going to do, you are going to get a lot more help uh, next year than you will this year. Uh, Jupiter is not in a position to help you. Pluto's in the ninth house, and it's wanting to help you. Um, but your Mercury is 22 of Sag. Um, actually, Jupiter might help you in, with the Mercury, but eh, would take something else besides that. Let me just see. No. Mm-mm. You need Jupiter to actually get to the next sign, and uh, that's going to be uh, late fall. Um let me just go forward and get you to where we need to go so I can tell you. Here here it is. I need to come back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, late fall, December, November, somewhere right in there. The end of November, beginning of December. Let's see here. So here, once it hits the next sign, it starts to activate in a very positive way. And it hits the next sign. It'll go zero zero of Capricorn, December second. So December second, um, if if you're able to wait that long, that's where you have the best doorway for a good outcome. There will be another doorway that will happen once Jupiter goes all the way into Capricorn. And, and gets into that next house. Um, when it hits your sun, you definitely have the ability to win at whatever it is you want to win at. Um, so I will just give you that date as well. And that's right here. That is, and it's probably begins somewhere. Let me get this back where it got a real good application. It's going to begin around the end of January, around the 27th, 28th of January, right through the beginning of February of next year. So that's what I would be looking for. Um, where you are in time right now, you don't have a lot of help from the planets to get what you want. You just get a lot of frustration. So, but boy, once you have Jupiter on top of the sun, you're going to get everything you want. So if there's any way you can wangle it for those time frames, that's what I'd be shooting for. Well, never know, because the courts move very slow around here. Yeah, most of the courts all over move pretty slow. Yeah. <laughs> they are sluggish. Yes. If you have any way to wangle it where you can kind of tweak those times, you should be in good shape. Okay. 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 Well, thanks for calling, Jackie. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I wish I had something faster and better for you, but I only read them. I don't create them. So. I know. <laughs> and time makes a big difference as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it does. Yeah. It, well, it makes it makes a bit of a difference, but the planets themselves, it's not really. I wasn't using a lot of points. I was using the planets more than the points, so... I, I, yeah. What I was telling you is pretty darn accurate. Right. Well, because when I was told about the Gemini um, rising, I wasn't sure if it was U.K. time or Eastern Standard Time. Not sure. No, 
That's UK time. I, I did it for the UK. So, yes, Gemini Rising is UK. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye now. Thank you, Barbara. Okie doke. Got, <clears throat> got Donna here. Hi, Donna. Another Donna? Oh, another Donna. Oh, it is me this time. The first time you thought it was Donna, and I started talking, and then the second time it was another Donna, and I started talking. I said, okay, I'll wait. Third time. Third time's a charm. Okay. <laughs> yes, my, my, my name is Donna. I'm from Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I was born at 7.02 a.m., no, no, what date? What is the date of birth? Oh, my gosh, all that. I thought I had it down pat. Um, 4-21-62. Okay, so April 21, 1962. Yes. And then the time was 4-something p.m. or? 7-02 a.m. 7-02 a.m., okay. Oops. Yes, 7-02 a.m. And Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? Yes. Oopsie, oopsie. Okie doke, let's go take a look. Oh, it's making me stop. They've got too many things in Philadelphia these days. Okay, Philadelphia State Hospital? No, we, I guess it doesn't really matter where we put you. As long as it's in Philadelphia, we should be good. Okay, so now hospital? what do you want to look at? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they they were showing me different hospitals. So yeah. Oh, okay. Um, this is it's going to be a good year for me. Um, I don't know if that's to you know, re- I guess relationship wise. Hmm. Well, right now you have Jupiter right on top of your part of fortune in the house of relationships. So that's a nice statement for someone who's asking, "How's my year going to be?" <laughs> Relationship-wise, okay. that's, that's a lovely statement. You have your progressed moon is in the house of relationships, and it, right now, you know, the progressed moon moves a degree every month. So um, if we look, in, in, it's almost 17 now, so it's almost on top of your part of fortune as well. And in, in uh, three, uh, three, four months' time, it's just about there. So it is within the year. Um Six and six is 22, yeah. so it's five months' time to be exact. It will be on top of your part of fortune. So uh, that's happening. So that's a, that's a good thing. It's indicating something good manifesting. Uh, let's see what's going on. Uranus is about to enter. Uh, con, uh, it's about to conjoin your sun. It's already applying, but it's out of sign. Uranus on top of your sun cue to bring some sudden unexpected events into your life uh, coming out of the past. And what kind uh, could have something to do with uh, people that you've met in public. It could have something to do with career, uh, a change in career as a result of something from the past. Um, I don't know what you're doing, but uh, sometimes Uranus brings fame. Sometimes it brings a windfall. So depends on what else is going on at the time. Your Jupiter is five Pisces. Not exactly what we're looking for. 
And let's see what else is going on. You have so falling in love relationships uh, are ruled by uh, Mercury in your your chart, and you have your natal Mercury at seven Taurus. So you could actually find yourself falling in love when Uranus does get to you. Mercury, which will take a little while. That's not an overnight experience. That's a couple of years away. But when it does, you just have to be careful because it's like suddenly falling in. You could suddenly fall out again. So you don't want to put your heart and soul into anything that happens under Uranus. But uh, let's see here. We want to see progressed Mercury. And that is the 11 Gemini. So right now, uh, Jupiter's ha- not doing a lot for it. But what's going to be coming up is uh, Jupiter, you have progressed Saturn actually activating that, and the South Node is activating that. That's interesting. Activating a beautiful trine. So if we can plug in another planet over on the other side, there could be a great big doorway that opens up for you to connect with somebody that you would have a very stable, long-term relationship with because of a past life, long-term relationship. So the only one who can make it around there that fast would be the moon or Mars might get there. Let's see what happens if we give Mars the opportunity. Hang on a second. Mars, come around, my friend. Okay, we want it to be... No. One more. There we go. We want our, We want Mars to come into Libra. And that would be in October. Let me see here. It might be November. Let me go one more. No, it's October. So there we have a doorway that is a big doorway. So let's go back. And interestingly enough, Mars will be, when it opens that doorway, it's traveling through your house of falling in love. Well, the south node is at degrees in the sky. Saturn's at 14, so Saturn's gone a little further, but it still has a certain amount of pull, but the node is... So I'd say this is a period of time where you need to be out and about. It's like the week before Halloween, October the 20th. Mars will not be holding place very long, so I'm going to give you the days where it really is active. So it starts about the 18th, and it will come to an end... Hang on a second. Or, well, somewhere between the 21st and the 22nd. So it's only a few days where Mars is there. But while it's there, that could open a doorway. And if you get out and about, it's coming through the house of networking, the house of socializing, where we go to a party or we go out to a picnic or um, a potluck or whatever, you know, you could end up meeting somebody and you'd meet somebody from a past life uh, that you would have a kind of stable relationship with. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's a really, really nice one. Yeah. I would definitely uh, pay attention to those dates 
because there's a lot going on there that um, it won't happen again. This is like, you know, once in a lifetime, this combination is not like, it's not something that's happened, maybe it's happened before, uh, no. No, it wouldn't have happened before. Um, it might hold for the next time that Mars comes around that spot. It will certainly be there for when the moon comes around that spot. Let's bring the moon over. And, wow, we might just have something here. The moon, um, October 25th, 26th, the moon is also active there, while Mars is at 14 degrees, so you still have some connection. But... Um, there is also a quincunx going on with the progressed Mars, so you might find that you're going back and forth and struggling with it. Should I go forward? Should I not? But uh, you'll work it out. Anyway, you've got something coming up, and that's a kind of a once-in-a-lifetime doorway sitting there. Um, but after that, you've got uh, Jupiter will move forward, and when Jupiter activates, um, it's not it's not this year, it's a couple of years away. It would be when Jupiter goes into um, uh, Aquarius. So here's Jupiter in Aquarius in uh, 2021. So that would be the next period in time that could prove to uh, give you some something lovely. <laughs> so yeah. that's by the way, you should give us a call back before we, maybe this period you could get that doorway open and go for it. Oh, okay. Is there, is there, is it going to be like a more a positive year? Like, is anything happening around April or May? 19, I got to go back to where we are in time. Give me a second. Okay, so you're asking is anything positive? Well, you have Jupiter on top of your part of fortune, and I think that's a great thing. Uh, is it going to be a positive year? Saturn is in your eighth house. Pluto's in your ninth house. They're not. Um, they're not doing anything negative. Pluto is actually making a trine to your natal Mercury, so that's a nice thing. Uh, Saturn is making a, a wide orb sextile to the moon. So I'd say this should be overall a decent year for you. I don't see anything like sticking out going, oh, my God, this is horrible. Um, your progressed Saturn and your progressed Mars are at odds, but they've been at odds for a while, and uh, Mars is actually past the, the nasty part. So, you know, what you went through like four years ago, it's not going to happen. So that's done. Yeah, no, I think overall this is not a bad year for you. I'm not seeing anything that's making me go, oh, God. You know, you'll hear me if I say it because I don't know how to hide anything. But, uh, yeah, no, I'd say this is a pretty good year. You have the ability, um, you were born with um, Uranus in the fourth house, so you're like this person who... It's always ready to move, it seems. Change, change, change. So maybe you move your furniture around. You have to do something with that Uranus there because it doesn't let you sleep otherwise. Do you sleep right. okay? Yeah, uh, yes. 
if I take a half a Tylenol PM, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard with Uranus there. That's not an easy thing. You were born with that. We can't get rid of it. Uh, it simply is what it is. So, Yeah, no, I don't see anything real negative. I don't see anything where I'm going, oh, God, you got to watch out for this or watch out for that. I'm not seeing that. Um, it, it doesn't look like a bad year to me. Saturn's actually not doing anything negative. Neither is Pluto, and those are the ones we usually watch out for because they can just kind of blow us out of the water. And Uranus is not either. So I'd say, you know, overall this is a, you know, Uranus has a, a bit of a challenge with your natal Saturn, but I think you've been dealing with that because, you're, you know, your sun has a challenge with your natal Saturn. <laughs> you were born with it. And that's, that's a statement that sometimes you sabotage yourself and it can come go back to things that your father said to you. And the statement is you're challenged uh, to do things your own way. You want to be more of a scientist. You enjoy uh, doing things in a very logical process and a scientific process. And and your father uh, was more of a hands-on kind of person, it looks like. So there's something going on there that causes you to sabotage yourself as a result of the things that he told you. Maybe he told you you couldn't be in control. You couldn't be the scientist. I don't know what he said, but you have uh, certainly got the chops to be be the scientist. You have Saturn in rulership at the midheaven in Aquarius. That is the sign of the scientist, the healer, the, the scientist who does research, the researcher. Um, it's, it's a great sign, the inventor. It's the sign of the inventor, someone who works with electronics even. You could work with that. So you've got the chops to do it. It's just you may be challenged to sabotage yourself because of things your father told you. So you just have to go, no, that's what my father did. God bless him. That's what he thought was best for girls at the time. But, uh, <laughs> you know. Got to move on. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. All right. Thank you. For yourself. Wish you every blessing. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <clears throat> okay, we got Patricia. Oh, hello. Thank you. Hello. Hi, Patricia. What's your date of birth? It's January 7th, 1955. Time? 5.15 p.m. 5.15 p.m. Location? Chicago, Illinois. I didn't catch it. I'm sorry, Chicago, Illinois. Chicago. Okay. All righty then. Let's go take a look. Solid Capricorn in a Capricorn year. This is a year that's more Capricorn than many that we've had. So what is it that you are looking at or considering? Um, when would be a good time to move? Good time to move. Your moon is obviously uh, traveling through that house right now and almost out of it. So let's see what we can have activating that. We can activate your moon or your Venus. Progress to Venus is at 9 degrees Aquarius. And actually Venus is in Aquarius right now. (laughs) It's There's a whole statement of healing the issues of my home. 
and relationships and my mom and the issues of friends who maybe came through my home but hurt me in some way. Our friendship wasn't as secure to them or real to them. But you have good fortune coming through at this point in time, so doorways open. And for some reason, that all relates to a move. Progressed moon is at that 13, but that is not helping you move at all. And your natal moon is at 9, Cancer. That doesn't help. So we need somebody else to help from outside. Jupiter, let's see, your natal moon uh, we had, we won't have any help from Jupiter, we won't have any help from Saturn or Pluto. Uh, You'd have to rely on somebody like Mars to give you some kind of help because all these other planets that are so strong and powerful, they are not in any way, shape, or form going to help you at this time. Uranus, on the other hand, huh? Next year. Next year, different story entirely. Uh, Even the end of this year might just give you what you need. Um, What's going to happen at the end of this year, uh, Jupiter will move into uh, Capricorn. And once it goes into Capricorn, it can start to activate um, this progressed moon. And once you have uh, it close to this uh, 10... Oh, by then, let's see, the progress moon will have moved. I have to move it. So let's, let's go forward. Let's just go forward. Hang on. We will go one year forward. So at that point, Jupiter's already gone so far. That's too far. Oh, I take it back. Look at that. Your progress moon's already at 24 degrees. So, hmm month before will be too soon. Saturn is coming on to your progressed moon. But I would think that, let's see how fast we can get. I don't think it's going to move all that fast in Capricorn. But we'll see if we can get it close. This is a tricky one. Here we go. This is as close as I'm probably going to get it before we lose the moon. So you've got a zone in here that is the end of March, the beginning of April of next year, where Jupiter is really offering you some opportunity for move. And oh, okay. Yeah, and... That's good. We're not, and Venus is at zero one of Sag, so if you don't move then, we probably will move this forward to where Jupiter gets to the very next sign, and there is absolutely a doorway at that point in time. Hang on, it's not going where I want it to go as fast as I want it to go. So here we go. Okay, I'm going to bring it back a few days. Years is it? Here we go. So, if you don't at that point in time, at Christmas time of 2020, you will definitely move. Okay, but there is an opening earlier. 
could even be a little bit earlier than when Jupiter gets all the way to that point. It could be as early as, I'm going to bring it all the way back, give me a second, and it's very possible that you will do it here. And it could even be the month before, so I'm going to give you a whole month orb there. So from August 16th to September 16th of 2020, a very successful possibility at that point in time. Okay. Okay. That sounds great. Okay. Yeah, I really like that one. <laughs> it looks like you're moving forward. It's very friendly, good neighborhood, good people. Might even move in with somebody. It would not surprise me. Oh, okay. Yeah. That would be good. That would be good. I, I yeah. Really love. This is really interesting. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. You're very welcome. I wish you every blessing. I thanks for thanks for calling, Patricia. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, we've got Gigi. All righty. Hi. Hi, Gigi. What's your date of birth? Uh, It is July seventeenth, nineteen fifty-eight, at eleven thirty-two a.m. in Brooklyn, New York, Kings County. 7.32 7.32 a.m. Oops. We're not doing Chicago sleek, sleek computer. Um, we had Chicago in there from the last person. That's why it was doing what it was doing. Right. <laughs> it does what it wants to do sometimes, and then I have to tell it, no, do that, shall we? Uh, we have to control the computer. Okay, let's go take a look and see what we've got here. So, what is your what is it that you want me to focus on? Yeah, so I would like to know when things are going to start to come to um, a secure place. Uh, you know, ever since 2011, it seems like I've been shifting homes like crazy. Uh, money has gone up and down, so I find myself needing to move again uh, from mm. a very temporary situation, and money is a little bit, my career is, is non-existent, so money is mm. kind of up and down. So really, I'm just looking for things to get back on track and wanting to know what that looks like right now for timing. Yeah. Well, right now you have Saturn and Pluto traveling through your fourth house. They've been traveling there for a while. Um, Pluto never makes anything stable. Pluto, you know, um, an example, you know, Pluto in the fourth house, uh, you can find a great place to live, and then you're there for maybe a year or two years, and then Pluto says, yep, that's it. Now pull up stakes and let's try that again. And uh <sighs> Is yeah. Pluto not give you the stability? It's not like Uranus where you absolutely feel uncomfortable the whole time, but Pluto lets you build something and you feel like you're building it and you feel like you're secure and it's going in the right direction, and then all of a sudden it just pulls the stakes out from under you and you got to start again. That's, That's right. pretty much Pluto works, and until Pluto gets completely out of this house, I can't give you any guarantees that it'll be secure. Um, that's I, you know, I'm... 
I've lived in my Pluto line, and it's just like that. If you live in your Pluto line, it's, <laughs> it's how you live. It's a lousy place to live, and that's why astrologers don't move you there. Uh, most people die in their Pluto lines. But um, to get you to know when that will be out of that house, you don't even want to hear this because it's a long ways off. It's not tomorrow. Pluto does not get out of there until 2028. You do not oh, hear that. No. But remember, the first cut is the deepest, as they say. Uh, we learn to work with it is what happens. And and for you, you know, astrocartography might be the answer for you, moving to a place where you get Jupiter in your fourth house. Uh, I don't know where you're living now. Where do you live now? Well, I actually live in California, Southern California, San Diego. So Oh, that's good. Yeah. So You've moved. Uh, you've moved basically your your whole wheel two houses over. So you have basically Leo at the ascendant, and uh, hmm, you've moved more of Mars to the midheaven. But uh, hmm, but you didn't get Jupiter. You got and this is all guesswork here because I can't just throw it in there right now. It's too much for the show. But um, it, you may have Jupiter a little closer to the nadir, which is a good thing, but you may also just have Neptune there, and Neptune doesn't really stabilize anything either. I mean, Jupiter doesn't really either, so for that matter. But, hmm. Uh, what about the transit? The other thing, well, that's what we're looking at, too, is transits, but the other thing is, looking at local space when you move to try to move to I don't know if you understand how to use um, you can take your astrology wheel okay mm-hmm. and put it on top you have to get it printed on a piece of plastic you know on on a, like a slide you know like what is that called mm-hmm. gel you know a gel you mm-hmm. get it printed on that and uh, and you, or you take your map of your city and print it onto your map. But it has to be flipped over because the chart is upside down. So you have to flip it and lay it on top of there. And once you do, if you put the center of the chart in the, on the center of the city, you can see where your planets land in that city. And if you will move to the area where you have your sun-moon conjunct, so that your sun-moon fall into the fourth house, what it would be the fourth house, so so you don't even have to look at the fourth house, you just look at the area of the city. Like when I look at your map here and I flip it over in my head, it would be south-east. But uh, you have to do it on your city and take a look. And if you move okay. to that area, that will help stabilize you. It will help put you in an area of the city that you feel best in. And okay. uh, since Pluto's already done most of the damage, it's already part of the way through all of this, um, you, you know, it, it's still going to do what it does. Um, I've never seen anybody get around Pluto. Um, I've lived through it, and it's not easy. But... Your house cusp is three degrees, and Pluto's already at 22. So, And Saturn right now is making the worst of it. Saturn will move out of this 
Jupiter is going to move into this house next year, so it's very possible you will move when Jupiter is in there and you will move to a place that makes you feel a whole lot better. Okay. Is there any career on the horizon that uh, will start to um, give me more financial freedom? And also, is there a move coming up for me, like even to a place that will get me a little bit more settled than in flux right now. Yeah, you you just you're in a really crummy position right now. I just nobody wants to tell anybody that, but um, it's I I can't lie to you. <laughs> um, no, it's fine. Yeah, Saturn and Pluto are opposing your Sun. Okay. Jupiter is a uh, quincunx, your sun, which is super stress. And um, and your moon is very close to your sun. Uh, it's in the next sign. So they haven't even opposed the moon yet. And the moon rules your house of career. So until these planets move over, or Jupiter at least moves to the point where it's giving you a trine to that uh, moon. Now you had that trine a little while back and... Unfortunately, you had Pluto and Saturn in a position that probably just didn't didn't let you through that trine and get the best out of it. But mm-hmm. uh, because it was in a trine last November, it would have been last November, there might have been an opportunity at that point in time for some kind of something in your career that opened up, some contract or phone call. But it, yeah, it, I guess. the next... You did. Well, the next big opportunity comes when Jupiter goes into Aquarius in the very beginning of Aquarius. And uh, and even at that, it's an opposition to the moon. It's not really the trine we're looking for. But at least it's on the rise at that point. So it could act like a conjunction if we have some, uh, some of the other planets, not these outer ones, because I can tell you they're not helping you. Um, but some of the inner planets activating at the same time, which I don't have the ability in this show to really go look, look, look for you. Unfortunately, I I, I can't. It's just it's <laughs> I I look as best as I can. I got all the stuff in my head that I give you, but um, the next real trying is a ways, a ways, a ways away. It's not tomorrow by any means. Um, you're looking at 2023 or the end of 2022. Here it is at six degrees in February. Um, here it is at one degree in January of 2023. There it is making the trine to your moon, and there it is, uh, beautiful, beautiful activation um, where you will have something excellent and um and that's wonderful. There is a doorway a little bit earlier that activates the midheaven, and um, that will be when. And Uranus, maybe Uranus will give you the gift you want. Uranus is about to go into Taurus, so it will. Um, it will give you um, um, a little activation. But here, here is a trying to your midheaven, which could bring a doorway opening. And just before that, no, just after that, yeah, that's not going to help. 
trying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> really? Um, but in January of 2022, there is a doorway that activates the midheaven, and the soonest before that, and this could prove to be, um, let's see here, I want to bring it to the end of this sign now. So here, uh, 2021... When Jupiter stations direct after it's stationed retrograde and stations direct in November of 2021, it makes a direct hit to your Venus. And that's a doorway for money. That's an opportunity for money to expand for you. And in that expansion may give you some kind of trip. You might be traveling somewhere or learning something or teaching something or I don't know, you know, I mean, from the looks of your work, there's a variety of things you could be doing, but um, there is some opportunity through networking for you to possibly get a job uh, far away or get money from far away, something not necessarily close by. So that that's there, November 2021. So I know I've given you a lot of long-term out there, but this one is beautiful. This one I would write down because, and I would probably write it down right to the day, which I'd have to go back to find. But that's a grand trine for you. And grand trines are doorways that become active that we must take advantage of. They're not gifts that are just handed to you. You actually have to take advantage of them. So here it is stationing, October the 17th, 2021. And as it stations direct, uh, so this day and the next day, uh, it is activating a grand trine from Jupiter to Venus by Jupiter. Venus rules your house of money. Jupiter... Uh, is a ruler of your house of the workplace, your house of health. Uh, Venus, by the way, is also uh, a ruler of your, your physical body. And Jupiter also rules contracts and phone calls. So this is a doorway coming through an activation of networking that may bring you uh, something in terms of a career or something in terms of money that comes through a contract. This is a really good day for you. Really good day. I think, and Uranus at that point is actually making a square to Uranus in your chart. I would pull a lottery ticket for that day. Ooh. I would, I would buy a lottery ticket for the 16th, 17th, and 18th of 2021. It's only a dollar, so it would be three bucks. Don't go spending lots of money. I don't ever recommend that to anyone, but there's some real good transits going on there that seem to indicate the possibility when you get a square from Uranus to Uranus. That doesn't happen very often, and you've got that square at that point in time, and it, you were born with it in Leo, and it's coming through the house of you know other people's resources into the house of wishes and dreams, and it brings acclaim and fortune while Jupiter is activating the ninth house, which is public, the public, and it's coming through the house of uh, gambling. So I'd say go for it. That to me is could be a windfall. Uh, and I don't tell people stuff like that. You know, you probably listen to me. It's not something I yeah. just in out very often, but I'm seeing it and. 
if I see it, I'm certainly going to share it with you because it's, I don't, you know, I know people buy lottery tickets every month. I don't understand that. <laughs> it's, it's a great it thought, I suppose, like, and support the education systems, but. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, it doesn't sound like uh, money or uh, secure, uh, you know, security home is really going to happen for me this year. Uh, who knows? I'm not, but maybe. But, but ask the angels to intervene in your chart and tell them, look, I need it now. Uh, so yeah. make it show up. Bring it through someone else's chart. Do something for me. Exactly. You know? I, was, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking maybe I'm going to meet someone who's going to come through their chart. That's right, and it can. You know, when I have bad uh, stuff in my chart, really bad transits that say do not get in a car, you know, I will get in a car with someone else where I know their chart is a great chart. Let them drive. I'll sit in the back seat. You know, uh, there are ways to work around your chart, and I tell you, if you just ask the angels, they're always looking out for your best interests, so they need to make sure that you – Get what you need till your chart activates in a way that gives you everything you need. Thank you. I'm so glad we're closing on that note. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, me too. I I stay up at night sometimes about my chart. <laughs> you don't want to see it. It's ugly. It's ugly. <laughs> we should talk. <laughs> I wish you lived close. We'd have co- we'd have tea in a long conversation. <laughs> well, oh. thank you, ladies, so much. That was that was the perfect ending for me. Thank you. I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> Take good care. Make sure you wrote those dates down that I said because they're off my screen now, and I will not remember them tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, October sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth. I'm going for the four. <laughs> Go for it. Thank you. Thank you, goddesses. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye now. You did a good job there. Unfortunately, there's still a lot of people left, and and to all of those of you who did not get on, I do apologize, but if you call in earlier the first uh, Monday in April, we'll, we'll try to get you on. Um, Michelle, you've absolutely done a magnificent job tonight. Oh well, thank you. And I am actually thinking about doing something where I might, I might open the door one day a month where um, for people who say, well, I can't ever get on or whatever, and I have three questions, I might open the door and do something where uh, I offer that for a really cheap amount of money. Uh, you know, my very cool. my feet. You know, my fee for an hour is $188. Not everyone can afford that, but I yeah. might be able to do something. I'm thinking about it. When we talk in April, I will have a decision on that. All righty. Well, I want to thank you so much, and, and we do need to talk because, you know, I still want to see if we can't catch you on here on Nightlight on a regular basis one night. So, Yes, we have we'll, to work that we'll, out. We'll, we'll work that out. But um, right now we're down to less than a minute, so thank you so much for for shedding your amazing knowledge and wisdom and encouraging information to everybody. Um, You are, as always, amazing. Thank you. You too. And blessings to everyone. I love one of these wonderful beings that have come into this world of chaos with us. God bless you all. (laughs) 
like that. Okay, so good night, everybody. Thanks for being here once again. We will be back on the first Monday in April, hopefully. And uh, other than that, check out my website for the shows that are coming up. There's some really, really cool ones. Good night, everybody. <laughs>